0: Welcome to the Bodies by Brent podcast, guys. I am Brent Ruska. I'm a personal trainer out here in Austin, Texas. This episode of Bodies by Brent will have you radically reevaluating how to treat your body. Our guest this week is Elizabeth Swale. She's back. She's the co-owner of Alive and Well in Austin and offers Austin area a one-stop shop of specialties who work to treat both mind and body with long-term solutions to address every individual's unique wellness needs. On this episode, Elizabeth shares the most underrated pre-workout you've never considered before, where you can start your health optimization journey, learn how to hold yourself by trusting your values, how women can align their lives based on their hormonal cycles, the two easiest changes you can make to change your diet, changing your health for the better. This episode, we dive into just how she lives her life, eats, trains, meditates, all of it. Guys, thank you for being here. I super appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Spotify, Apple, all the good stuff. It helps so much. All right, let's dive into it. Liz, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. had you back so we can dive into your personal wellness journey. Learn about your journey with working out, eating well, skincare, all of it. Uh now detoxing. Um so I'm pumped to dive into this. And this is shout out to Lauren Bostick, her idea. She had the <laughs> idea of like you know, how does she look like that kind of episode, you know? And I think that's such a cool idea diving into one person and everything they've learned and tried throughout their wellness journey. Cuz like we were talking about Everybody's wellness journey is different and it changes all the time as well. And you're constantly trying things and learning things. And again, through storytelling, people can learn so much about their own health and well-being and what they should try.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I had a bunch of people reach out to me last time and I was just humbled that anything I had to say resonated with them and prompted them to kind of empower them to take control over their health and really... Say like I can do this, and I can feel better, and I'm going to make an effort to try to do that very intentionally, and that was that's what I want to do in the world, mm-hmm. and you know, it you get a little bit of this um, self doubt when you someone asks you to speak about yourself, <laughs> especially, yeah. and um, but I had to remind myself like even though I'm not credentialed in any one particular area in wellness my gifts are different. My husband and I have, I think, gift, been gifted um, the spirit of hospitality. Like we love to take care of people and have them in our space. And we have um, the gift of entrepreneurship, like the ability to handle the, all of the sort of uncertainty that surrounds being an entrepreneur. And we have the gift to bring people together. So we have these amazing healers at Alive and Well at our center in Bee Cave. And they're together because we saw that that ecosystem was needed and we brought them all together and they're changing people's lives. And it's not us doing it. We just had the gift to an idea to bring them together and the, you know, kind of gumption to make it happen. And um, so I don't have to know every single little thing about it, about every modality out there and every diet. and. You're Everything. a connector of wellness. Yeah, that's right? that's what I'm here to do. And what how I'm going to make my mark in the world is leave a few people in it a yeah. little bit better off. So,
0: And you're doing it. And everybody, I believe, their story has some kind of nugget for somebody else to learn. You don't need to be, you know, PhD or whatever it may for be. For sure.
1: Hopefully my suffering <laughs> will bring somebody
0: Every, some healing. Everybody's <laughs> story has wisdom within it. But I want to start with your mushroom experience mushroom tea experience that you said changed <laughs> um, I, your life
1: yeah um yeah i think i told you before i lived in the caribbean on our last podcast I when lived was in the that caribbean, um, when i was 19 okay and 20 i was in college and i had um, a boyfriend who was an engineer and he got subcontracted to work in saint croix at an oil refinery and i didn't want to break up with him. And he said, well, I want you to come with me, but I didn't want to leave school. And I was sort of lost. I think I told you, you know, I was the first, no one in my family went to college. And so Mm -hmm. I kind of floundered a little bit after my first year or two. And I was working 55, 60 hours a week waiting tables. And I was like, I just don't, I need to figure out my life. And so I took a friend with me and we lived in the Caribbean for a little while and lived and worked there. And in the, some of the islands in the Caribbean, their mushroom tea is legal. I've never, again, kind of went over why I've not ever been like a big drug person. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of addiction in my family. And I don't know, it was like a tea it didn't seem like a big deal. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> it you're like I was putting a needle in my arm or putting something in my nose. Yeah. It was like, I can totally drink this. And you know, an hour later it was, I was on another planet and having great, great time. And as it sort of wore off, I would say it was like a seven hour journey I just had all of these thoughts of like when you're on something like that, there's a, you look at yourself without judgment. Mm -hmm. Like you can just see it and you're like, I see this about myself and I see that about myself. And I think I told you I was, you know, grew up pretty insecure about Mm -hmm. my home and just people really knowing me made me feel very scared and vulnerable. Like if people know me and know that my parents are both drug addicts and teenage had me when they were young teenagers. Nobody would want to be friends with me. Nobody's parents would let them be a friend with friend of me. And so it just made me very insecure. And so I would sort of make up this life. Mm -hmm. You know, I would tell new people that I met in college that, you know, we had a certain car growing up was a silly fib, right? And I was very honest about who I was, but I definitely told all these fibs about how I wanted my life to be like, oh yeah, my parents, we went skiing in Colorado. And that never happened. When I took that, the mushroom tea psilocybin mm-hmm. was the, you know, plant, the strain of mushroom. Mm-hmm. And I just said, that is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? You are worth knowing. Mm-hmm. It just gave me this sense of self-worth that existed, but was buried by this shame. Right. And so that is so silly. You don't need to do that. And if someone doesn't like that about you, then they're not worth your time either. Like it made me realize I could also interview people as friends and I could decide that other people might not be right for me. Whereas before I just wanted everyone to accept me and please everyone. And I never, it never occurred to me that I might not need that from them. I might not benefit from that. And why, I don't need everyone's attention, I don't need everyone's approval and it just gave me this profound level of self-acceptance and I literally and I hated the I hated living under the lie and including the boyfriend at the time I yeah. had told him a lot of things that weren't true and he uncovered them and was so forgiving and said you're still awesome like all that stuff is something that happened to you it's not who you are. Mm-hmm and that re- that never resonated with me until I was in that state of just, I don't know what the right word is, disjudgment. Like I wasn't, able, I couldn't judge myself. When you're on something like that, you almost can't judge yourself negatively. It's, yeah. just, it's just on paper and it's a story and it, it, it's almost like it's not you, but, but there's still this profound notion, not deep knowledge that it is you and you can do something to change it. And so I said, well, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm just, I'm just never gonna lie again. And that was it. And I just didn't. And I called everyone because I hated having that. And I'm actually a really bad liar. I never can remember what I lied
0: about. I'm so bad at lying. So it's
1: just, and I'm like, not convincing either. I mean, you can just start
0: smiling. So obvious. Yeah, me too. So obvious when I lie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And um, I called the people that I lied to that were still in my life, and I said, look. I just want you to know this about me. These things that I told you are not true. I'm still the person who was there for you when you were crying. I'm still the person that was there for you having fun. I'm just not the person whose family went to Colorado on ski trips every year or had a really nice SUV and did all these awesome, ate dinner together. Like That's not my life, but um, I hope you still think I'm worth knowing. And if you don't, I totally understand and most people were really accepting of me, and some people were like, "I don't care <laughs> what you telling me this? Um, But it was just a level of self-love and acceptance that I'd never felt before. And I said, and also that night I said, okay, this is dumb. You're gonna go back to school. Like you got can't live on an island and wait tables for the rest of your life. And you're gonna go back to school. You're gonna, I was a dancer, and I said, "You love dancing. What? And this is literally me talking to myself. You love dancing. You need to go back and dance. That's your joy. That's your escape. That's your art. Go do that. Go back to school, and do something with your life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be. You're not your hit parents' history. You're not your genetics. You're not any of these things. And you can do something about it. And so I did. I shortly after started doing all the online stuff to get back into school. I researched all these things I could do to dance at that age. I'd, I'd kind of done, decided I wasn't going to be a dancer at that point. And so I can still do it for fun while I finished college. And that's why I said, I'll, I'll try out for the Houston Rockets dance team and do that. And so I've figured out all the timing, what I needed to do to, you know, do well in those auditions. And I applied to, I said, well, I'm going to go to a junior college first because I don't have the skill set to really succeed in college now. Cause it's, I've been working so much and dropping classes and silly stuff. And, um, and then I just did, I just did it. And it was so easy. And it was just like, I made up my mind about it and there was no excuse. There was no blame. It's just, this is it. And it, it just made me a new person. That's <laughs> crazy.
0: So it completely, yeah, yeah. completely shifted your whole it path.
1: Was like an epiphany. Yes. It was just shifted the whole path.
0: I think that's the power of psychedelics. It allows you to, connect to your truth and be able to reflect from a different perspective to get perspective.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's really powerful. I mean, it's a shame that they're so villainized, I guess, in Mm -hmm. culture and that's changing a hundred percent. People are much more open to the idea of those kind of plants as medicine because they are, of course you can abuse them (laughs) and use them as an escape just like anything else. But I think if you're really intentional about the use, even though I wasn't at that time, even if you're not, it still can be that way, but how much more powerful when you are intentional about it and you do it with reverence to the history of its usage and um, people who respect it or administering it to you and very, you know, mindful. I did the the cambo recently. Yeah.
0: Um, with how that, was that for you? <laughs>
1: that was, it was, I was a little bit nervous going into it.
0: And for people that don't know cambo is what exactly?
1: So it's, um, it's a mix of the secretion that comes from the frog in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they, it's not a cute way that they get the secretion, but it seems to not hurt the frogs if done properly. And people have <laughs> been doing it for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, mm-hmm. if not thousands. And, um, Anyway, they get the secretion for the frog. They mix it with other plants. Uh, They create a resin and put it on like a piece of wood. And then that's where, you know, the person who serves it to you can then sort of peel it off a little and they create a little ball um, and put it on your body. And it has a lot of bioactive and neuroactive peptides, which are healing to the body. And peptides are sort of like messengers and they communicate to your body like... Proteins. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, you, we did this whole ceremony and it was much more than just the cambo. It was, we did these Sananga eye drops that feel like you got pepper sprayed in the face They burn like fire. What are those for? They're insane. So it's (laughs) from a plant too. And you have to put them in your, you cannot have your eye open when you receive them. Otherwise you won't, Oh really? you will not take one again. I mean, it burns like, Cayenne pepper in your oh, eye. No. So she placed the had me. close closed my eyes and placed it sort of in the little corners. And she said, "I'm going to tell you to blink. It's going to burn." So I did, and it my re, my initial reaction was almost a gasp, and I was like, "Because <gasps> <laughs> it burns so much," yeah. and you're just like, "Get this out of my eyes." And so you flutter your eyes a little bit, and once I recovered, which didn't take very long, actually. Um, I think when you cold plunge a lot, you can sort of like get your body under control pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so I got it, my breathing back and she kind of coached me through that. And once you would not believe what eye drops could do to your brain, it's unbelievable. So it's almost like, even if you quiet your mind, like I meditate a reasonable amount and you can quiet your mind, but there's still a level of white noise that I almost didn't even know existed until I did these eye drops. So I was doing, had these drops and it was almost like the most silent my brain has ever been. Every thought in my head dropped. I could almost feel it drop down to my face and into my heart and in my chest felt even a little bit heavy, but it was my brain was wiped clean. It was like if you erase a chalkboard and you're like, oh, it's clean. But then you come by with the like soap and water and it's like extra black and extra clean. Like no one's ever used it. That's what it felt like. It was this like wiping clean. And I, I enjoyed it. Like I just laid there for a few minutes and it was just the most peaceful feeling like that I had experienced in a while. And just this, I enjoyed the quiet for just a minute. And my instinct when it's quiet for too long, I'm like that person in yoga when they say, medit- you know, lay there and close your eyes. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> are we done are yet? We done? <laughs> like, why are we laying here for so long? I've got things to do. Yeah. Um, and, but I just said, just be here. Mm. She's not in a hurry. You're not in a hurry. No one is waiting on you. And it was just the stillness of it was amazing. And then I got up and it was this, when I sat up from that, cause I was laying on my back, I just felt so amazing and clear. And I had been fasted for, I'd woke up, up at like five or five 30 and it was almost 10 o'clock at this point. I was pretty hungry and feeling like cranky. Mm-hmm. It took every symptom of that like crankiness and dehydration away. And I just felt like a brand new person. And then, we did the the Hoppe. Hoppe. So she, it's the hoppe mixed with this Amazonian tree bark, and she blows it up your nose. Yeah,
0: so she- is what? It's a... Uh- Charred tobacco or a, it's a tobacco. It's a tobacco. Base, yeah.
1: And uh and, and it but not tobacco like we have here. It's like clean Amazonian tobacco, like ritual level mm-hmm. quality tobacco.
0: Yeah, you're not it's not a Marlboro mix of
1: chemicals. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, super fine powder. So she was able she had this really she had really cool tools. I mean, it's this beautiful piece mm-hmm. of carved wood. And she said, I'll just give you a baby dose because you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And when it hits your brain, it kinda hurts a little bit in your eyes. Annoyed by it. It's <laughs> like. Ugh. And then once she did both sides, there was just this incredible feeling of bliss. And it we had come up with all these intentions prior because when you do something medicinal like this, it it works with your system. It's adaptogenic in a way where mm-hmm. it goes to where you want it to go and need it to go. And so it helps to have intentions set beforehand so that you're the medicine knows where to go like it knows where you want it to go it's it just works with your body in that way and um all of a sudden i just said i had this urge to say all of the intentions and she started coaching me and she curated this playlist that was with my intentions so it was sort of helping me along and chanting the things that i wanted to tell my body and it was just this level of bliss and it was like that when the thoughts came back because they had been wiped away With the eye drops. So
0: it was eye drops, then then, happy. Yeah.
1: And the thoughts, but they came in like a little train, like one at a time, but quickly. And it was almost like they would come through my mind and into my body. It was everything I was saying, and I'd never believed it more. It was kind of that experience with, I had with the, the mushroom tea in the past where it's like, I actually believed the good things. And it was like, yes, you are healthy. You can trust your body. Like, it was just all these things and then every everything i wanted to believe i was like yeah bring it on i want to think all these things and believe these things and they just started coming in and they just became a part of me where i believed them like i never had believed anything in my life and then i felt <laughs> i wouldn't say i felt high at all but it was just this blissful state and i just i felt like there was positivity and goodness radiating from my body mm. almost like little rays um, and little, like little sparkles. I just felt like that. And then all of a sudden, something just came out of nowhere and sp- it was like arms and they went around all these thoughts and feelings and just said, You can't go away. And grabbed them and took them and just pushed them into my chest, pushed them into my seat. Mm-hmm. And it was the most grounding feeling. It was like almost floating away and then saying, Nope, you're going to be grounded into this. Mm-hmm. And that was where we started. Um, and just, So that's where you want to start. Something like that isn't from a super grounded place. And you can also get there with breath work. Um, Mm -hmm. I know someone else who does this kind of combo ceremonies and she does that with breath work. Mm. So you can get there both ways, but it's pretty cool (laughs) experience. And then you drink a bunch of water and she prepares, she has, they call opening the gates. They make little singes, like a little blister with the tip of an incense and then make little four little burns on my shoulder. Yeah. And then she scrapes the resin off of the wood, mm-hmm. which is the, the actual medicine, the the cambo. And I'm chugging a, like basically a liter of water at this point. Mm. And she finally puts one on. And she just does one dot. In the moment, like within seconds of it getting to my skin, my whole body flushes. I'm so hot. My and your blood pressure is going up and down. There's this like p- pulsing in my head and behind my ears and behind my eyes. And I, my heart was pounding. Like I was running sprints. It was insane. And I felt this sort of like gaggy in the back of my throat. And I was trying, I was like, don't throw up. I was like rubbing my vagus nerve. (laughs) Like, don't throw up. I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, But then I felt like I wanted to actually, I was like, Ooh, that there's something stuck. And Mm. she did tell me beforehand, I might ask you to sip a little bit of water. And I think if she sees that there's something stuck, anyway, five minutes go by, I feel like I'm going to make it and I'm still able to sort of think some concentrating on the intentions we created. And then she puts the other three dots on and there was no, no holding him back at that point. All like right, yeah. at that point, I mean, you feel like you have the flu. It's you feel sick. Mm. And she did say before she's like, I, you're not going to, you might feel like you're going to poop your pants, <laughs> but you're not. She's like, "No, nobody I've worked with has pooped their pants. And I, there was a moment where I was like, I think I could do that. <laughs> I might be the first. <laughs> I might be her first, but she said, no, I'm just going to trust her. Yeah. Uh, Cause you're, it just relaxes your gut. So. Oh, interesting. Completely. Hmm. But anyway, she did, I guess she saw something stuck and I felt like I wanted to purge. I don't like throwing up, but I wanted to get it out. It was, it was an emotional purge, right? Everything. Mm-hmm. It, it's just water and bile. It tastes gross.
0: And that's why you've been preparing. So when you do purge, it's mm-hmm. in a way that's, healthy.
1: Yeah. And you definitely wouldn't want it to be real food. <laughs> be yeah. Just eat, eating a steak yeah. before something. Oh yeah. That'd be terrible. So it was amazing. I mean, I felt you. it's 20 minutes though. So you can, you can do it. It's, yeah, it's intense it. and fast. It's correct. intense and fast. It's not like a, you know, eight hour sort of journey and then you just lay down and you're done. And then we had ginger tea and processed for a few minutes and I left and the world felt bright and light and just like I was part of it. So part of it. I felt so present Mm. and quiet, which is probably unusual for me.
0: (laughs) What was your original intention for wanting to do this?
1: You know, we'll kind of talk about this. I'm sure, but I have frustrations with feeling like I do everything you're supposed to do. And at times I don't, I still don't feel totally well. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to trust my body body and trust myself. We're about to move to Dallas. And there's a lot of things in Dallas, I think that could be triggering for me, like, and especially in the neighborhoods we're going to be in where, you know, I lived in Houston. I would say I was like, I saw, we talked about this last time too, is I saw sort of material things and professional success as what I needed in life to be accepted and to feel complete and I don't feel that way living in Austin and it's a lot easier to, because people don't care about that as much, Mm -hmm. you know, like what kind of shoes you have on or what kind of car you have. And certainly people do have those things and care about them. But I mean, I know millionaires and billionaires who look homeless here, (laughs) just they don't, people don't care as much. Yeah. People are less showy about Mm -hmm. their money. And I just, I really wanted to feel grounded in who I am and trust my, myself To know that I'm not going to fall into those traps, that I know what's important in life now, and it is not money. And not to say that money is bad, but the love of money to me is what's bad, right? And the feeling that I'm going to look at someone with something nicer and feel like they're better than me, and I know that to not be true, right? And to be okay with that, even if they do think that way, because certainly there are people who do think that, and I have to be grounded in myself enough. And so that my kids don't also fall into those traps. And so that was my intention is to trust myself and in myself and trust my body to take care of me and trust my values to uphold me in this sort of new environment. So that was kind of. My original intention,
0: and was it also for gut health as well?
1: Yeah, and then so that was sort of the emotional side of it, and then I created intentions around my healing of my gut. Um, that's still just broken, and there's definitely like a gut brain connection that's broken. I'm working with some of our own practitioners at Alive and yeah. Well on, and uh, I just did all the poo testing to we'll see what we're gonna see what little bugs are crawling around in there making me sick, um, and not sick. Just I want to optimize, yeah. and I'm in that place where we're talking about this is such a journey and you'll uncover and you'll have these great successes on your wellness journey and and you'll feel really good and then you'll feel good for a while and then something else will manifest that you're like oh that was waiting to come out of nowhere and or something changes in your life your hormones or stress some major thing occurs and then all of a sudden you're like I feel bad again or you get lazy with your you know your end of the bargain that you have with yourself and you start eating the junk you start drinking a little too much you start not sleeping and then things sort of trickle back and i'm in this place where i'm like i'm doing everything and i still don't feel like i want to feel amazing and badass all the time it's
0: that strong intention to constantly i have that same thing it's like how good can i feel yes and then sometimes yeah you backslide you're like okay i'm i'm kind of under the weather and some other habits have crept back in and then you want to push forward more Mm -hmm. so that's part of what i want to talk to you about what are the things, you know, we talked on the last episode, you know, getting your gut healthy and working out the, the, the pillars that you do now that are working really well, that have the foundation to allow you to jump from that place of feeling really good to optimization. Mm -hmm. And I want people to understand like, what are those, those pillars? You know, you have your nutrition philosophy and things that work really well for you. Mm -hmm. Then you have your workout routine and, you know, Self-care, skin care. I want to go into each of those areas. Mm-hmm. That you figured out like, yep, I got that dialed in. That's <laughs> how I train. That works really well. This is how I eat. And of course, it can continue to evolve and get better. Mm-hmm. But I want to go over those, you know, the foundational things that you've discovered that work really well for you to have the health because you're healthy and vibrant mm-hmm. and continuing to optimize. So how have you gotten to this place?
1: Yeah. We talked a little bit about just that early on finding out that I had a gluten sensitivity. So I think a really good place just to start is some kind of testing, mm-hmm. some kind of blood panel just for kind of a baseline so that, you know, cause everyone is so different. There is no one thing that works for everybody. I mean, there are a few things like certain vitamins and minerals. Everyone is deficient in, but I think having some baseline testing so that, you know, what's wrong with you and that, uh, finding a functional practitioner, or at least someone who's functionally oriented, who wants to know the root cause, you know, like, okay, I, I was telling you that about a woman who has come into 11 well to see our practitioner, she has diarrhea every day. So instead of a doctor who's going to say, okay, you have diarrhea every day, I want you to take a modium or I want you to do whatever it's like no why is whatever's happening in your life manifesting in diarrhea like what is causing the diarrhea yeah, you're not treating that's, the symptoms. yes we need to get beyond that of course you need to treat to a point where you can you know be in the world and comfortable <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> drive your car <laughs> uh, yeah and but you have to want the goal needs to be to get at stopping it where it's starting i think and, that's
0: the evolution right now of the wellness field is people are understanding that you need to start asking questions much, much, much deeper. Mm -hmm. And the regular medical field is simply just, you know, it's like if your tire's leaking air, just patch the tire, you're good, get (laughs) out of here. Instead of going two, three, 10 layers deeper. And it could even stem like from the mind, like with the mushroom thing, you know, all, you know, symptoms in your gut can be somewhere deep in your psyche. All, but we need totally. to start asking these questions and exploring through physical tests and yeah. all these different avenues. And it is
1: a test, right? You you will definitely, most people do have some sort of gut issues, but it is, okay, I, I healed that. or And sometimes it's hormones are causing the gut issues and sometimes gut issues are causing the hormonal issues mm-hmm. and finding a practitioner who can help you sift through where to begin. Because for some people- It's you need to start in the gut, and for other people, you need to start with the hormones, and for other people, you need to start with some sort of trauma therapy. Like that's why testing is yes, good place to begin. Is the place to begin, and what kind of
0: testing would somebody ask for, or what would be the person the type of person they would go to?
2: mm -hmm.
1: Well, I we have great practitioners at Alive and Well, so we have kind of our process as you call in and you say you know, here's what I'm looking for. Here's maybe a little bit about what I've done. And we have a woman who kind of directs you to the right practitioner for you. And they're not all cheap. Functional doctors are mostly cash-based. And you can, what they'll do a lot of times is work with your MD. So you go see them and you can order the lab testing. You go see your MD as well and tell them, I want these lab tests. And then you can show those to your functional doctor. There's kind of some, you know, creative ways you can get around that. Um, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Otherwise you're just shooting in the dark at random things and guessing and reading
0: things online and just trying stuff.
1: Self-diagnosing. You're just like, I have everything (laughs) 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 because a lot of the symptoms are the same Oh yeah. from all the issues. Like a lot of the manifest in brain frog, not frog, brain fog, chronic fatigue, um, you know, gas, Irregular bowel movements, bloating. bloating, like all a lot of these have the same symptoms, but they kind of have different root causes. And without any kind of testing, you don't know. So some kind of just general blood panel, I think hormones are really, really important. If you can do a some kind of stool test to see if there's anything in particular that's causing your gut issues. That's good, but just um, but again, that's too. you don't want to pay for every kind of testing you don't need. So that's why it's really important to see a practitioner who's knowledgeable about that yeah Good. it's not going to be like you need everything because you it does help if they have all of it but if you can't afford it most functional doctors just want you to start somewhere and they will guide you and they'll say like i want to try to work in your budget and some pe- practitioners will say i need you to do everything because this is the only way i operate so you just have to find the right one for you and a lot of that's, you know, word of mouth and um, just researching people's philosophies and, you know, Googling functional doctors, looking for those people on Instagram. And, you know, I love Instagram for that reason because you can get to know someone's philosophy yeah. and their sort of bedside manner, I guess, and see if you feel like they you, they might be a good fit.
0: Yeah, really connect before with you dive the in. individual. Yeah. And there's a
1: lot of telemed stuff people will do. And that's good because functional doctors spend a lot of time with you. And it's not the regular, like handful of minutes an MD will spend with you when you go see them and it's hard for them to see a lot of people because they only have so many hours in a day and then there's other kinds of work to be done and um so so take advantage of some of those telemed options where you can at least have that interview you can order the test then you see someone and it's a lot more productive so there's just different approaches on that
0: that's great yeah and through everything you learned what is your Diet like, like in a week. Like, what have you figured out that works really well for you in this moment? For me, yeah. Protein. 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 So, like, take me through a a good a day. You try to. I have a lot of food
1: sensitivities right now. Okay, but if I didn't, I would eat eggs most mornings, and and you have to rotate off of stuff. Like, you can't eat egg every day. And you You gotta rotate off. I can't eat eggs. (laughs) Yes, free range eggs you need to like the high eggs you need to get super high quality farmers, for market, sure. is, farmers market eggs yeah. that kind of quality egg they're you know where they should be happy orangey, hens, right? high like, on grass yeah. it was like one of the branding one of the egg companies has that as their branding like our hens are high on grass that's the kind <laughs> of hens you want exactly um and uh, so that's good protein and then avocado i do eat a lot of fat as well okay you know good quality fats Mm. so i would probably if i could just in a perfect world have that yummy egg i miss eggs so
0: much you're taking a break for now
1: yeah they they mess my gut up for now and it's because i had the leaky gut and i think once that's all healed up i'll be able to have eggs again yeah but right now i eat these uh not every day but a siete tortilla and i put sometimes my that's made of almond flour mm -hmm, it's almond flour and they have cassava ones too Mm mm-hmm and then I'll put um, avocado mash in it and I'll put lemon and like a really high quality olive oil nice. in that. Uh, sometimes I'll put like this morning I had one with a beef sausage. Cause I also can't eat pork because <laughs> <So sad laughs> I like bacon too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll put some kind of protein in it. And I just have like protein and fat in the morning. Mm. And that's a little bit of carbs are in that tortilla. Not even that many. And that's kind of my breakfast. But before I eat, eat in the morning. I am I go back and forth on the fasting. I think there's not a lot of fasting information for women. There's only a couple of people out there who really talk about it for mm-hmm. women. So it's important to do that differently because mm. there's what went for women in particular and mm. men, they need to understand the rhythm of their hormones. Like men, their hormones reset every single day. You, know, you wake up, your testosterone is super high in the morning. You're primed for you know, certain kinds of work, deep work, you're going to mm. do really well. All that stuff that's like most important, you need to get that out of the way. And then your hormones are going to start to drop off. And then during the end, end part of the day, you may be a little bit more social. That's when you're walking around talking to people. That's when you're maybe answering emails and interacting mm. in those ways and more communication oriented. Mm. And then in the evening, you're a little more primed for social, even more social interactions like a. I wouldn't say happy hour necessarily, but that kind of, you know, environment maybe relaxed, more relaxed, mm-hmm. kind of hanging out. And then at night it's like, I need to go to bed. And then everything resets. Women have, that to a degree, but we also have a second rhythm called an infradian rhythm infradian. And yeah. And it's, there's a really good book. It's called flow F L O. And that book is life-changing for women. I think it, it talks you through each cycle, like what happens in your luteal phase and your menstrual phase and your follicular phase. And when you're ovulating and you have different needs during those times, like you should work out differently. You should eat different foods to support The like very complicated processes that are happening in your body and knowing that and it also affects the way you work. And I'm fortunate as an entrepreneur that I do different kinds of work. And so I can really map out my calendar like I could tell you what day is not a good day for me to do a podcast, you know, totally because it's in that part of my cycle. And when
0: in your cycle for women, is it best to like train or like push yourself is there a period where it's like this is the week to go for it
1: mm-hmm. like uh the week before your period is right before. one of those yeah okay. and there's it, it kind of varies it depends on because all
0: women are different
1: yeah, yeah um your hormones sort of start to dip right before your period and then they get the sort of lowest hmm. um and i think it feels a little bit different for everyone but i know personally like the week before not the week of my period with that like week before It's like, I can just throw down cardio and no big deal. Nice. And then there's others where it's like, you know, I got the week of your period. You should listen to your body if you're, you know, it's actually probably not great to push yourself super hard Mm -hmm. when your body is at its lowest point hormonally. Like that is a more restorative kind of exercise day or even just like slow and low weight training. It's actually really Um, smart
0: because in training and programming training, you're really supposed to, as a trainer, program every four or six weeks have a deload week, which is where you reduce the intensity Mm -hmm. or the volume. And so it's almost like you already have this naturally built in your hormone cycle. And so I think it's good for women to hear too. And men, you know, every four or five, six weeks, like allow yourself to go into more of just walking or restorative stuff or lighter Mm -hmm. cardio because you're going to come back and feel good and be able to push yourself. Know those opportunities where you can, go for it and know those opportunities where you need just like hibernate or relax or honor that because you'll get, it's more about the long-term progress yeah, instead of fighting your body (laughs) or fighting and every workout doesn't need to be full on, always make a change. Sometimes just going in there and getting moving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we kind of talked about this last time too, was, you know, all that high intensity cardio or long, long cardio sessions that women are doing. You know, some people are wired for that and yes, everyone has that friend who just like runs and looks great. And, but most of us, I mean, most people running, I don't think they look like they want to look and they It's, they're just doing high intensity cardio. Their cortisol is spiked. So they're not going to get that. Like they want that healthy, firm look. And they're mm-hmm. not going to get that because their cortisol is working against them and they're working against it. And it's just going to create, um, you know, hormone related weight gain. Get- weight issues. And well,
0: you start, you know, you'll start craving a lot of carbohydrates all the yeah. time.
1: So it just, it's not great for your hormones, but yes, we all have that one friend who's the exception to this, who just does it and looks amazing. And, but if you're going to do it, I understand, we talked about that too. Like I understand the love of it and it's just this release and you go into the zone and it feels good. I've been a runner and I Like it too, but I think making sure you're keeping the weight training up
0: and I and say the protein intake. <laughs> if you do like those things, like if you love playing tennis hours and hours, just make sure you cycle it. So don't week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. Always, you know, again, every three, four, five, six weeks, chill a little bit. Let yourself mm-hmm. not run or not play tennis or yes. go down to a very low maintenance dose so you can keep that in your diet so you, or your your lifestyle so you're not overdoing it with the cortisol all mm-hmm. the time.
1: We know a lot of women will talk about adrenal fatigue and that they basically have just worn their adrenal glands out. And so they're, they're doing this wired and tired thing. Yeah, that's They're good. wired at the wrong times and tired at the wrong times. Their whole system is like, you have to stop. And I've been there and that's so hard for me as a pretty athletic person do yoga every day. I do like yoga, but I'm like every, I need to like get my butt kicked. I want to get my butt kicked because my ADD, I need to like get the energy out so I can sit still, you know? And so, um, but that's, you have to honor where your body is on its wellness journey. And if your body is in that place, where it needs you to slow down and a practitioner can work with you. Mm -hmm. I just really recommend doing this with somebody. You really need that accountability and just making sure you're doing the right things for your body and someone who knows how to read.
0: And if you don't have a coach or someone to reflect things to you, you can get so lost in your head with information and, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. It can be very challenging.
1: It's a lot to sift through. I mean, and you know, some people have so many different perspectives on it. There's so many studies, there's studies that'll support almost anything. Yeah,
0: you can't, You yeah, exactly.
1: So you, you know, you have to find someone you trust a whole lot because you can't read every scientific journal out there. And some of those studies are f- paid for by companies that do not have your best interest in mind. They're just trying to sell something. And so exactly. being really careful about who you listen to, but the person you need to listen to is find your trusted practitioner in your own body. You need to listen to your own body and you learn how to do that by going through this process. And it takes time. It's like anyone learning how to communicate with a new friend. It's like, you have to learn how to communicate with yourself and Trial there. listen to yourself. And, you know, um, kind of finishing up on the food. I think just sugar is just no one's friend. Just no one should eat sugar. It's so bad for us. Even like large amounts of fruit are bad for us. It's just leads to chronic inflammation. It's so dirty. I mean, and it's so hard. I struggle with sugar. Um, like I want something sweet all every day of my life. I just think about it <laughs> and there are definitely safer ways to do it. I, I eat hundred percent cacao or 85% plus percent cacao Mm -hmm. with I can't even have monk fruit, which is so sad, but you know, coconut sugar or whatever, and just make sure. And people like, even on our group text for workouts, um, people post stuff and I'm like, did you see all the other, I don't, you know, I'm not going to say anything because people are doing the best they can. but mm-hmm. And it's really hard to be super clean, but there's so many fillers and things, just yeah. soy lecithin, just trash, stuff you don't need. And they put it, it's shocking. You'll get so excited and then you'll figure out the ingredients of something and you're like, so frustrated. Like, why can't this just have three ingredients in it? Or th- know, instead of olive it. oil or something, they use canola oil and it's all that. Gross oils and oil. If you could cut out all those gross oils, vegetable oils, highly processed oils and sugar, it will change your life.
0: Oh, you're doing I a mean, lot better.
1: You're doing a lot better than most people in the world. So those would be my two big takeaways. And for me, protein, I think protein is uh, Dr. Peter Atiyah. It talks a lot about uh, protein intake and how important that is. There's in aside from the protein intake and just the rebuilding that protein does in your body. It, especially animal protein specifically, um, has vitamins and minerals you cannot get. And we're all deficient. Almost everybody is deficient in vitamin D, um, different kinds. And then you have like your essential fatty acids that you can't make on your own. You have to get those from somewhere else. It's really hard to get them from plants. So if you are eating plant protein only, then you need to really find a good source of your B vitamins and your omegas and, and your body doesn't synthesize them as naturally as it does, you know, from animal fat, but it can be done and you can still get by and live on plants, if that's your thing. Yeah, um, it just takes
0: a lot more work. Yeah, you I'm going to be try. A lot more
1: my husband did this, and I've read a lot about it now, and I've listened to 10,000 podcasts about the carnivore diet, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it for three months. I don't think it's something you should do forever, uh, but it is profoundly healing for your gut. Um, it's basically all meat. I'm just eat eggs, which I can't eat. <laughs> so annoying. But uh, for me personally, in their days, I'm looking into – Cycling it with my menstrual cycle is mm-hmm. making sure I have carbs and berries. Probably they're going to be important. So sweet potatoes and berries, but mostly meat, um, per, uh, maybe a little bit of fish, but it is supposed to be one of the number one diets for gut health, even just as a food elimination diet, right? Like yeah, you just like eliminating the, yeah. everything else.
0: It's like the best yeah. elimination diet you can do.
1: Yeah. And, and high all, quality meat. Yeah. There's an interesting, um, Rob Wolf's new book and he's getting a lot of hate for it. He, they did, they studied really so many different like cuts of meat in humans during the writing of this book. Mm-hmm. And they found that grass-fed meat, because ruminants are so unique in the way they process food that mm-hmm. you, know, you wanna buy grass-fed meat and that's a big deal. But even when they're corn finished, they found no difference in the quality of the meat in their research no. because ruminants are so efficient at digesting and processing anything and turning it into nutrition. Wow. So cool. I mean, what a crazy animal, <laughs> like a gift
0: That's so and
1: cool. that we can get so much nutrition from that one animal.
0: Have, um, have you ever had force of nature meat? Yes. They're, oh.
1: they're really cool. Um, I
0: went to their, I went did the Buffalo harvest mm-hmm. where they, you know, they very, con- they go through the whole process of how they consciously pick the Buffalo and they, shoot the buffalo and they let the herd mourn Mm -hmm. and then they you know they they undress it right in front of you and show you the parts of it and then you help process the whole i mean it's it's truly amazing gives
1: you a whole new respect for it
0: and it's all about the land as well the whole ecosystem
1: and one thing they do that's really neat is the unique way they slaughter the animal there's no they try to not traumatize the animal because when you traumatize them thing it releases hormones right any thing living if it's traumatized is a hormonal release in response to the trauma yeah so when you do that to an animal right before it dies you consume those stress hormones in the meat and they try to be really mindful of that too it's kind of a pretty neat company
0: yeah they're um, they're incredible they even have a, a turkey harvest around thanksgiving all of that okay so Eggs for breakfast. Yeah, so eggs Sometimes for breakfast just-
1: and then, you know, some fat, some protein. And when do you have um, your next meal? And then I probably got a Sun Life. I looked at my Apple Wallet today and I was like, dear God, <laughs> should I spend a Sun Life this week? What's um, your Sun Life I'll order? have like a matcha, yeah. made with the coconut milk, just kind of a little filler, a little boost. And then for lunch, I try to have protein, carb, and a veggie. Just a pretty clean... Like today I had a piece of paleo fish and so just salt and pepper, salmon, and I had uh, steamed green beans with onions and olive oil and a uh, sweet potato with some seasoning on it. Super satisfying. I've fueled my brain, fueled my body, feel good. Don't think about food for a long time. This is very filling. Um, you do want to get to the point where you like being more fat adapted, where you have enough fat in your diet. You won't crave food in between. At some point you kind of got to get used to it, but, mm-hmm. um, so I don't really crave anything. And then for dinner, I might have a snack in between, like maybe a kind of a bar or a beef stick or something like that. And then for dinner, I have something really similar. I'll have, I have like steak most nights or f- chicken or fish. I don't love chicken, the taste of it, but yeah. I do like red meat and same. I just have like a fat, uh, less carb at night. And then I try not to eat the sugar. <laughs> and so, and I'll just sneak in some of those paleo uh, puffs or, you know, that my kids have. That's awesome. those sneak been, in there, but.
0: I've been doing frozen dark cherries. Oh, that sounds like good. Like a half a cup with a scoop of just chocolate protein. That and sounds it, good. And it just, it kind of kills that sweet craving. Yeah. And I think. Dark cherries or tart cherry—I think it's cherry got like melatonin room. or something. It mm. has something it, that's good for ultrasound? the blood sugar. Okay, I know. It's, but it's just—it's like a nice little treat. Yeah. After dinner, because yeah, you—you know—you have your protein or whatever. And you're like, you get that little snacky feeling. Yes. Like 30 minutes before you go to bed, and you're—you know—you're like, I need something, and it just fills me up enough. It's sweet, and I just chill yeah, out.
1: Yeah, when I could have yogurt. <laughs> I would have yeah, yogurt yeah. with paleo granola Ooh, that's nice! and frozen blueberries. Have you had frozen wild blueberries? No. Get them next time. They're so good. They're like candy. They're the little tiny ones, okay. wild blueberries frozen. Yeah. They're so good. I eat the heck out of those too. But if I could have yogurt with that, that's a snack I would have at night. Or I'll do coconut yogurt and I'll do those frozen blueberries with the paleo granola. And that is like, it's like ice cream to me. You know, you, when you get used to not having sugar. I think everyone should start with a cleanse because it resets your palate because we are used to this hyper-manufactured totally. flavoring. And now that stuff tastes gross to me because I've had that palate cleansing. And it just reminds you like what olive oil, how good just olive oil on a oh, tomato yeah. with salt is like the best thing I could put in my mouth. Oh, the other, well, my husband does make me um, potatoes. That I'm like I love potatoes oh, and I so. can't French fries, but he makes tallow. Okay, so he renders the fat from the beef and fries oh, it in that, wow. so it's not like gross oil.
0: That it's, sounds amazing. Yeah,
1: they, it's so good, and
0: and that's way better than any French fries you get from somewhere. I almost it's gonna like be can't go out to eat because the and food then you, you got, make at home is so good. And then you got amazing energy to go lift weights and feel yeah. good. And that's the key: is you can eat healthy and it can taste way better than food you eat out. And then you'll feel good in your workouts. And then when you start getting that momentum going, that's how you really change your body and your health. Just takes a little bit of figuring out though.
1: Totally. And that's exactly, but it has to start there and you have to have the fuel to do the things. Right. (laughs) So, and you get it from your food and you know, people, we just have funny relationships with food. People eat emotionally and um, they're triggered. They don't like being told what to eat. They don't like being told what not to eat. And so, you know, One way to get past that is doing breath work and maybe venturing into some alternative medicines
0: to kind of get over
1: your own, get that chip off your shoulder about whatever it is so that you can actually be well.
0: (laughs) You need to become mindful and kind of get away from these old thought programs. Mm -hmm. And I think a good philosophy or way of thinking about food is I want to eat in a way that fuels me for my workouts and feels good instead of what should I not be eating? Like focus on crowding in good stuff Mm-hmm. And then if, and over time, the other stuff will go away. Because if you just focus on what you don't want to eat, usually people start to get to this place that they're fearful to even eat. Yeah. And then they don't eat anything. And then when they finally need to eat, then they binge on and the thing they're not supposed to eat.
1: Yeah, and then they feel guilty. And yeah. then it's like a whole bad process. I, th-
0: I like thinking about like, these potatoes are nourishing me. This protein's giving me this energy yes. of this amazing animal.
1: You should do that. And um, I struggle with that because sometimes when I go out to eat, I'm like inside, I'm like having a little panic attack about how something is not organic. I'm like, Oh, this is an apple. It's really (laughs) dirty. It was on a truck for a year. It's wrapped in wax. Was it washed? It's not organic. Like, uh, and and then uh, you can't eat it, but you can't do that. Like, and I do think when you're starting out, and I have had to do this, is eating mindfully really chewing your food, mm. something I need to work on. Not I'm being like, chewed it enough something. to swallow. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so really chewing it is also, that's the first stage of digestion, Yeah. especially if you have gut issues, really chewing your food and, um, and thinking it, it sounds so silly. Like, thank you for nourishing my body. And, in changing this is just something in general when I do like my morning meditations taking should out of your vocabulary right like I should and I should eat this I shouldn't eat that it and switching that to like I eat this because it makes me feel powerful I eat this because it helps me focus I I like the way I feel when I eat this I don't like the way I feel when I eat that this doesn't empower me like and taking I always help tell my girlfriends because this is like so common. I'm like, don't shit on yourself. Like, I love that, you know, this stop shitting on yourself. Cause it's just one of the worst things we say to our, in our internal monologue. I should do this. I shouldn't do it's that. It's just
0: self-criticism.
1: Yeah. Changing. We that need less of that language. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Be aware of that self-criticism language. Yeah. And so anyway,
1: but that's pretty much my day of eating. And I, it, you know, it's, not boring because once you get used to that real food and I do go out to eat and I, but I choose to eat really clean things. Like I went to lunch with a friend yesterday and I had salmon salad and, and just letting it go when it's out of your control or if it's a special occasion and you're gonna have a hot dog, <laughs> something like say, you know what? that's not what I wanted to eat, but I'm just going to enjoy it in the moment. And I'm going to go back to what I was doing and just be really grace, have a lot of grace with yourself. I love that. Yeah.
0: And then tell me about your workout schedule during the week. What have you figured out that works really well for keeping you healthy and strong and feeling good and having the body shape you you want?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I lift weights three to four times a week. I feel like three is good. It's solid. I if agree. you can lift weights three times a week, you're good. To me, fourth is like a bonus.
0: 100%. Um,
1: I do want to add in more cardio of this I wouldn't say slow and low, but definitely zone two. zone two cardio or, yeah. you know, I'm walking on a pretty high incline on a treadmill. can still talk to you or I can breathe with my mouth closed um, just to keep that age related weight that wants to creep in. To I noticed a big
0: difference. I just did cardio before I came here and I just started jogging because I don't want a fifth gym membership mm-hmm. and drive somewhere else <laughs> to get there. So I'm like, you know what? I always make fun of running, but I'm like, this is the easiest thing. Yeah. And sometimes it's just about getting it done. Yeah. It's not about perfect. It's like get it done. So, done
1: is better than perfect. And just
0: out there. It's <laughs> my
1: motto. Exactly. <laughs> and then running,
0: focused on breathing in and out through the nose. And I notice when I have that cardio in there with weights, my mood and sleep is so much better. Right. Weights is essential, but you need that cardio piece as well mm-hmm. to stay lean, to keep that mood, yeah. sleep, And hormones, longevity. It's longevity. good for your
1: cardiovascular health is it really important? I mean, how many people like with the most, the least cardiovascular healthy country on the planet. <laughs> so yeah. definitely want to keep moving in those ways. And what's your sprinting, favorite? I yeah. love sprinting. Oh, I if love I, sprints my, my foot too. But doesn't like it, but, yeah. um, just the feeling you get with that burst of speed and incorporating that into weights, which I think is awesome. Cause I'm like a hallelujah. I got it all done at the same time. Totally. I still got, you know, 10 minutes of sprint level cardio in one minute at a time. And that's all you really sets, need. And yeah. that's perfect. And, and that, it keeps you lean and makes you feel like so strong and awesome. <laughs> you just feel like you could do anything when you sprint a little bit here and there. And, and it's not easy for everybody. I know, but even just sprinting at your level, it doesn't have to yeah. be like a,
0: you know, it's basically five flat
1: 40 or anything,
0: maxing it out a little bit. So yeah. get on a bike, get on a cardio machine, Up the resistance and give it hell for thirty seconds.
1: That's right. (laughs) And then
0: rest to thirty seconds to a minute, and just do that for ten minutes. Repeat it over and yeah. It's just to max out a little bit. And this is where people get confused. They're like, "Well, I thought high intensity is super bad for you." Yeah, if you're doing, you know, Barry's boot camp six times a week for forty five minutes and they're Mm -hmm. doing sprints the whole time, that's your heart rate's too high, too much, and that's when you get past that tipping point. Where now you're like flooded with so much cortisol. Yeah. And then your body just goes, nope.
1: And not everybody's made for that. Like I go into those classes and I'm not, wouldn't say I'm an athlete to this day, but I'm pretty athletic. And I just watch people that I'm like, you just started working out this year and you... Really need to scale it back a little because you're gonna get hurt or you just look around and you're like people are doing this all wrong they're mm. way too tired they're already super sore they're maxing it out and they no one is watching them Cause they're in these big classes. No one's saying, you know, like one thing it was like Heather the other day in the workout. She, you're like, she's maxed out on legs from yesterday. Like, let me give her a little bit, something different to do. And you yeah. just can't get that in a group setting where someone can help temper your own ego. Right? Like I will push myself to the end just to satisfy my own ego. Um, so it's good if someone can help you back it off a little in an appropriate way, but still get something out of it. Right. Let's just work something a little bit different today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's the food and the workout. Yeah. So the, to me, that would be the goal. And I would love to have a day of yoga if I have time because that, that stretching for mobility and longevity, critical, like that functional stretching. Hopefully you're doing functional movements while you're lifting weights, I mean, I can pick up my forty-pound toddler from a squat position and throw up over my head. And exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, makes good, me good, feel good. Good
0: quality weight training can be mobility work in itself, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think everybody should do a little bit of yoga. You just got to find the yoga that works for you, and you don't need a lot—just once a week. Yeah. And that way, you don't have to spend a bunch of time before or after your workouts doing a bunch of mobility stuff or stretching, because you're—it's you're, almost. I always say uh, doing yoga is like. Uh, tuning your guitar before you play the guitar. So mm-hmm. like when you go to work out, it's like you're playing your instrument. So if you just tune your instrument, the workout's going to go super well. And that's what that yoga is. It's just tuning your instrument. So you don't have mm-hmm. to spend a bunch of time doing foam rolling and all this dynamic yeah. warm-up stuff.
1: And you get that extra, you know, uh strength building in those those like lower zones when you have that flexibility and you can drop into your hips and your hips aren't tight. You can strengthen yeah. even more. And I also like Pilates too, like for core work, I just think almost nothing beats Pilates, which you no. get for core. And when I have time, I do that once a week
0: probably. And I've heard that a lot of people like the mental benefit they get from Pilates mm-hmm. this is very focused and intentional, yes. right?
1: It, it makes you feel like, and I know a lot of men do it, but as a woman, it makes me feel like, powerfully feminine when I'm doing really? like a hard Pilates class oh, cool. and there's a place I plug her at elite core Pilates in Lakeway it was right down the street from my house it's very strong powerful movements I mean sometimes I'm like oh it's a little too strong <laughs> for some people but <laughs> but I know there's other great Pilates in town but it's just like so powerfully feminine because there's just such a grace about it yeah and it's just the muscles you're strengthening and just feel feminine to me I don't know, it just, it, just work everything in this way that makes you feel like you're elongated. I just it's a graceful workout to me and i but powerful at the same time cool. and i just love that. And
0: so. It I think it's a great workout too, but just don't rely on it to change your body. Yeah. It's a good it's a good addition to all the other things we're talking
1: and about. And some people do. Like I see some women in there and they look incredible. It I like a little more I like a little juicier shape for myself. So that's why I like the weights. I am very narrow. I'm five feet, two inches tall on a good day. Like I need, I need a little plumpness somewhere to, to feel curvy and I like the shape. So that's why I like weights.
0: And then now I want to go a little bit into your uh, like skincare, Mm -hmm. like beauty ish tips.
1: Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad anyone would ask. I think, Taking care of your skin is really important. I'm going to live to be well over 100, I think. I and think so. And I, I can see it. Need to not look 400 years old at that time. So I also think using clean skincare is critical. We're so toxic in the things that we put on our, not only in our mouths, but on our skin. Mm-hmm. And we're just, I grew up in, you know, as a teenager in the 90s. And I don't, I can't tell you like, how much bath and body works lotion I put on myself. And when I read the labels on that stuff, I'm like, uh, no wonder I have hormonal issues. There's all kinds of like plastics, endocrine disrupting chemicals in there that mess with your hormones. I mean, just carcinogens. It's insane. What's allowed in beauty products in America. I think it's EWG is a website. You can go type in like whatever skincare you use the brand and it'll tell you how dirty or clean it is. It's it's scary, and then what you formulate here versus in Europe, and what there are, even in China where they don't really treat their people the best, they have way harsher restrictions on the chemicals you can put in skincare. You can go there's and there's chemicals they don't even have to disclose. It's disgusting. Actually, it makes me really mad when I think about it. But um, when it, we do sell like some clean skincare, at alive and well. Fortunately, take advantage of that. But yeah, um, I think you know having. High quality, clean, detoxifying. Even there's so much like creative skincare. We just uh, we're sampling a, a brand called Priya Priya Apotheca. Okay, or Priya. So clean. I mean, they. I think they do all their farming biodynamically, which means they're the most regenerative with the soil. It means wow. it has the most nutrients really possible out there in agriculture so everything they grow every plant is actually fortified with the minerals and vitamins it should have from the soil they're the way they formulate it they infuse it they have this ceremony that they infuse it with sound and crystals and intentions which is crazy and it sounds so woo woo but you're activating nature right and sound frequency and is very powerful for healing there's like different if you've had sound healing there's, it's like a frequency to communicate with your cells and you're embedding this into the actual like not chemicals, but the actual like ingredients. Right. And so it's a cool skincare line. And I do, I do the whole thing. I've got like two cleansers, all clean, very, very clean. I wipe down to make sure all the dirt's off. I have this and crazy spray toner i do the eye cream i have serums like crazy
0: products do you have like Um, a couple brands that you really i
1: love herbal face food is this serum it is really powerful antioxidants like we're aging is oxidation right like and that's all that's what's happening inside our bodies that increases dramatically as we get older so everything you do like vitamin c is really important to take because it's It helps you not oxidize, your cells not oxidize. You want to put vitamin C on your face. It's really important. Serums, oils, women have like historically sort of been told in the last, not super historically, in the last couple of decades, like oil is going to make you break out. And I think it's coming out that actually oil is really what you need. Mm. So different oils that have just powerful botanicals. um, But that herbal face food is a really good brand. It's kind of pricey, but it is... Is super powerful antioxidant kind of action it brightens white like all of the dark spots it's just anti-aging helps with fine lines wrinkles um and that Apotheca is really good even beauty counter um is a little more mainstream i like a lot of their stuff they have this brightening serum c serum that's really good i think it's exfoliating is really important and not just like physical exfoliation more like a acid exfoliation but being careful not to like over dry the skin so you always when you're exfoliating and taking away impurities you've got to really be putting things back in the different vitamins and like phytonutrients and stuff like that so finding high quality even just has all the plant names like where are they getting those plants from there's a woman i follow called the skin witch we're actually going to an event with her i think this weekend and she's, well, she's going to be at it. There's the oil. I think it is called be here. And he makes it's, his story is crazy. I I'm really go into it, but he had spent decades creating this farm for people. And then it burned down in California, fire, like the day before they were going to sign to actually like come out with their olive oils and do all this stuff. Anyway, wow. it was insane. So he said, there's no way he's going to get his money back on that. And he just said, I'm going to create these amazing biodynamic oils. And, um, they're incredible. It's just like the highest quality. You can just smell the olive oil and inside it and the different botanicals. Um, so I think just replenishing your, our world is so harsh on us with the toxins we come in contact with on a day to day basis. And just vitamin C is super critical. And then um, lotions, uh, I think oils even more, and just hydration. We're yeah. so dehydrated. Hydration from the inside. Mm-hmm. And, the things you put inside your body shine on the outside. 100%. Like you need to be that's you eat clean, your skin will feel clean. Um
0: It's funny, usually clients they come if they have really bad acne. I always recommend just look, I'm not a doctor, but just take <laughs> gluten, dairy and alcohol out for a couple months and and most of the time it clears up 80%. Yeah. Because <laughs> that your gut Especially and also sugar as well. But especially dairy and gluten mm-hmm. and then that alcohol, it just creates chaos in your gut. And that gets reflected on your skin.
1: So true. Everything you put in, garbage in, garbage out. That's what I tell my kids when they eat bad stuff. Your skin tells you that. Garbage in, health. garbage out, guys. Yep. Like you're eating crap, then your skin's gonna your skin's gonna tell the story. You can't hide it for very long. And some people are lucky again. We all have that friend who like eats the trash and still looks great. So there's always an exception to a rule. Yeah, There's that
0: one gal who does yoga only and looks incredible. Yeah. You are not that person. (laughs) I am not that person. I wish I was that person. We've also seen that homeless guy on the street that looks absolutely incredible and he's drinking 40s and probably smoking crack and he looks incredible. We're also not that human being, right?
1: And, you know, and the whole point too is like, it's not always what the outside looks like that makes you healthy right you can be sick in your head as well oh yeah and look great you know but still suffer mentally right that's very common and there's a really great way people stay hidden in that suffering is they look good on the outside and so everyone's like oh your life must be perfect you're gorgeous (laughs) you know and certainly not and so it can be like a cover-up but um, but yeah, hydration, like drinking, and I would say of all supplements that do you I do have take, like
0: a water source. Well, before you mention that, like yes. how do you take in your water? We
1: at home we have RO water and I always add salt to it.
0: Like oh, okay.
1: pink salt. I do lemon water too. But I lemon water can make your mouth really acidic and can damage your teeth. So it's important to then swish with like some salt water after to sort of realkalize or just alkaline water. Like alkaline water is not great for people with gut issues, but if you're swishing it in your mouth and there's also some different like kind of healthy gum call like tellies. anyway, there's a couple of gum brands that oh, interesting. are really, they're like healthy gums and they realkalize your mouth. But anyway, lemon water is detoxifying. Um, it's really good for lymph drainage. And so it's, I think a pretty important part of wellness and it helps with your skin. Um, I also do red light, Mm. which is um, there's like near when we do infrared light and then sort of like red light bed that we have Uh, infrared sauna is really good for your skin. It's, you know, it has near, depending on the bed you, the sauna you have, there's like near infrared, far infrared and kind of mid range. Okay. And the near infrared is the one that's like really good for your skin. It penetrates more shallow Mm. and then the kind of mid range will go deeper and produce collagen when we have these panels at Alive and Well, and they're collagen producing. Every time I do the red light bed at Alive and Well with that face shield, people for two days will tell me, your skin looks so good. It's glowing. And it's something about that red light just, it, A, it makes me in a good mood. I don't know. Maybe it's because I walk out and I'm so happy. <laughs> people are like, she's no. so happy. She looks glowing. Yeah. But I think it's the red light, uh, the panels. Mm-hmm. It's good for wrinkles and sun damage. And it's you know detoxing to your skin. And so- uh, that red light panel, I swear by. And then I do a Botox, which, you know, I try to be really clean, but I'm like, I can be really clean with all these things and, just, you know. do the botox yeah nothing nothing wrong with that um it's preventative it also and i swear to you it makes me a happier person like when it wears off i'm like why am i in a bad mood all the time and it's because i'm like scrunching my face at people (laughs) i'm like i just feel like cranky and i'm like it's my botox wearing off
0: (laughs) that's super interesting
1: (laughs) i do that um i do prp microneedling Hmm. if microneedling is the best thing for your skin it is so you have a little skin pen is one of the tools that people use and you can do it with your own plasma so they this is a platelet rich plasma or plate platelet rich fibrin so they do a blood draw they move swirl the blood in a centrifuge and it separates sort of like this we call it the liquid gold and then that pull that out and it separates it from like all the red and hemoglobin and all that and they use that and they Do the microneedling all over your face. With that, if you use the PRP or PRF, it heals in a couple of days versus like a week. Hmm. And nothing rebuilds your skin. It like tears down the collagen. It reduces the pore size more than anything I've ever seen. Um, It gets rid of like fine lines. It just plumps the skin. That to me is the most dramatic, minimally invasive thing you could do. I've done a few lasers. I did the Halo laser recently. I did it on my face, neck, and chest. That thing was unbelievable. I was a little down for a week there. <laughs> like a it's little crazy. Int- it's intense, huh? It's very intense, is not comfortable. Um, I have a high pain tolerance and it was like whew, it's a little tough. But um this the sun damage, it clears up and the just balance you get back in your skin is like unmatched that's amazing so those are good so oh and then collagen is a good supplement to take you know sometimes people say i don't see it that you need to get the right kind of collagen hydro you want hydrolyzed collagen you can put it in anything water water some put it in smoothies hydrolyzed. Yeah. That makes it more bioavailable, more digestible. Okay. And that's the thing with supplements in general. you cannot buy your supplements just anywhere? And this is not because I own a store that sells supplements. They're clinical. You want clinical grade supplements. You cannot, if you're buying, there's some good supplements you can buy on Amazon, hundred percent, some good supplements you can buy. But when it's, for certain things, you need to make sure you're buying from the most yeah. bioavailable. Yeah. And there's good collagen brands out there.
0: Do you guys um, have a good protein? By the way, I'm always curious about yeah. finding a good protein um, powder.
1: I we do have some. It depends on what kind of. We have one that's like a bone broth protein yeah. uh, that's really good that I like. I, can't I use remember one. The to, brand yeah. I can send it to you. But what kind of you use?
0: It's it's just I don't know if it's amazing, but it's just true nutrition. It's mm-hmm. literally beef protein isolate. Yeah. And then just one well, other ingredient. That's probably a good one.
1: But that's the minimal ingredient is a beef. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So I um, would love it
0: if it was came from, you know, like a force of nature kind of buffalo or something, yeah. but Sometimes uh, you gotta
1: so, do the best you can. Yeah. It, <laughs> so
0: It works pretty well. Um, well, and now tell me supplement-wise, what is your like staple routine?
1: Yeah. I love supplements. I take too many. I have a very organized cabinet of them, but the staples are uh, minerals. You have to take some kind of minerals. There's, there's just no way you can eat them all with the state of our soil in this world. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there's just no, even if you're eating the cleanest all plant-based diet, best quality animal protein available,
0: you can't change the soil.
1: You can't change the soil. You can't. You, you can do better. You can go mm-hmm. to. There's definitely some farmers, farms around here that rotate their crops and they do the best they can. They're hard to f- get to. Um, it's not always available to you. I mean, there's like places you go and they're literally pulling it out of the ground still has dirt on it. That's what you want. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's hard to find. Apples are made across the country. Like I said before, they sit on a truck for, you might get an apple that's 18 months old. That can't be good. And it's stored, the way it's stored, the way it's transported, um, it's just really hard to find that. So you, everyone is mineral deficient almost. And there's, you know, those kind of like master minerals. Everyone's low on potassium and sodium. And people associate sodium with water retention, but if you're using high quality salt, like a Celtic sea salt or pink Himalayan salt, those are very replenishing. Magnesium, those element pouches, those are one of my favorite things. Was that the thing you gave me? The no, the ketan. Those are awesome. Yeah. What what with is it in those again? It's like sea seawater. They're just, good. They're they're awesome. That's like to I need me, to have those at the gym. The best pre workout is just minerals. That's just so interesting to me. Like you just yeah. get the biggest boost, a brain boost, but. The, functionality boost i think it's um magnesium is like 650 different bodily functions depend on your magnesium levels and your sleep and and your sleep and I, there's so many different magnesium three and eight is one of my favorite i took a little symbiotica pouch right before i got here mm. that that one goes the breaks the uh, passes the blood brain barrier mm. so that one's really good for like mental focus There's Magnesium malate is really good. If you have anxiety or stress, that's a really good um, one for you. It works on that system. And then uh, magnesium glycinate is probably the most standard. Like if you just want a well-rounded magnesium supplement, you need to get a high-quality magnesium. Like pure encapsulations makes a really good one. Magnesium supplement, that helps with the sleep, stress, any kind of response related to those functions and um vitamin d like k2 d3 get that definitely get some real sunshine how many
0: micrograms is it micrograms um, do you take a day
1: that i take because i've seen a
0: lot of people starting experiment I with much sh- higher do doses shots shots and yeah
1: i think that's another thing you need to have checked is your vitamin d levels
0: well it's interesting when i first moved here i was here for six months mm-hmm. in the sun way more than i was in seattle <laughs> yeah. and i had low vitamin d levels So don't think just because you live somewhere sunny that you're getting vitamin D. Well, if you get
1: the DNA testing, you might have the gene that doesn't absorb vitamin D very well. So you need to, and that's a supplement. Not everybody can get gene testing, but if you're chronically low on vitamin D and you're taking it and getting sun, you have an absorption issue. So making sure you get the right formula. And that's what I love about like our practitioners at Alive and Well. You can walk in there and Mm -hmm. say... Hey, I know this, and they they know which product to send you to, and they're going to give you the most like bioavailable formula for you as an individual. It's super important. What else? A vitamin C, I said before, that's a really good one for skin. And then I know there's I'm leaving something out. Just I think a solid multivitamin that's highly absorbable.
0: Do you have a favorite? Is
1: we have. Like a little pack, it's like on an the Live and Well pack, and it's kind of like a daily. I love that. Basically, a just Come by Live and Well. And check yeah, it out. <laughs> come by Live and Well. Um, we even you can do a little phone consultation. We have an e-commerce website. Um, oh, perfect. Stuff like that. You can call in, and we can recommend stuff. You can order it online. Talk to anybody. What else is really really good? That yeah, the minerals, the vitamin D. Oh, uh, like omegas, especially if you're plant based, you need to figure out how to get a really high quality like omega supplement.
0: Um, yeah, like a good fish oil mm-hmm, and
1: really good fish oil. Some people, you know, there's plant-based Was it plants. you or had
0: another client say, do you have that like taste Yeah, the delicious? lime
1: one, the bar, I think it's Barleen's is the brand and it's like a lime fish oil and it tastes really good. My kids love it too. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. They like it as a treat. Oh wow. Like, Can I have the fish oil?
0: That's amazing. Yeah, it's really what is, good. What is the brand again? Barlings, Barleans. Barleans. B-A-R-L-E-A-N-S.
1: You keep it in the fridge and it's like extra good. So, Dang, I gotta get some of that. Yeah, so mag- we went over those magnesium. I was trying to see. I made a list so I wouldn't forget anything. But oh, glutathione is a really good. Uh, it's hard to absorb. Pill form or no, you won't absorb it with a pill form. And the other thing is, if you have gut issues, you're gonna have a hard time absorbing. So you need to find maybe some drops or some different where intramuscular. I am kind of deliveries getting vitamin shots glutathione is the best in an iv you can get an intramuscular push like a shot Mm. there's liposomal glutathione tastes like crap but it's the most absorbable oral form you can take um but that's just like master antioxidant if you've had a concussion that's what you should be taking stuff like that if you're anti-aging it's helps your liver detox it's a really good supplement and just Will give you energy. People detox need to detox. You know, we probably don't have time to get into that. But um,
0: I, I want to talk to you about yeah detoxing. But I also want to talk to you about your fat loss new fat loss protocol, which I have one client doing.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. But
0: I also want to ask you too. I want to ask this first. What do you think that is the technology or the area that shows the most promise for? helping people with like longevity and life extension and well-being because mm. you're in this field and you know yeah. you go to cool different conferences and you see <laughs> all this know, new technology so like what do you like you think personally that you are most excited for
1: i'm most excited about me and it's not technology but some different protocols like some detoxing protocols that help detox metals from the brain it's a huge interesting issue and in that it's like keeping people from losing weight and living their best life for sure. There's a doctor called, his name is Dr. Pompa, Mm -hmm. P-O-M-P-A. He's someone to follow for that. Um, His story is incredible and he's just helped so many people. And uh, fasting, the benefits of different kinds of fasting and fasting mimicking, that stuff is powerful. I mean, curing people of chronic diabetes, like chronic health issues, including diabetes, heart disease, in just a very short period of time through fasting. just
0: I know there's like a the, clinic in Germany that's mm, been doing it like for 50 mm-hmm. plus years.
1: I, I know what you're talking about. And, and they,
0: they, they have all this research from all these people they've yeah. helped like in a clinical setting is, though.
1: Yeah. You should, I mean, if you really have an issue, you're very overweight or your quality of life is that's more clinical, but you can do like prolon okay. has a good, it's a five day fasting mimicking diet. Very doable. You Mm. can buy it alive and well. We can tell you how to use it. Nice. Um, You can look it up and order it on their website as well. Um, I I just, there's so much, uh, we're really kind of learning about hyperbarics right now Mm. and the effect that can have on your longevity. And that's so interesting, um, I think, and not very out there. Um, ozone, ozone IVs are incredible. We're going to start doing, we're getting trained is in that? June, um, put ozone in like into your blood, oxygenate the blood, Whoa. run it through this, um, there's a fancy word for it and I can't think of it, but it's like a Helio kind of light machine mm. clean, cleanses the blood, takes out the viruses, takes out the, um, Uh, any like pathogens just puts it back in your body pumped full of ozone so people with like Lyme disease it has basically put their Lyme disease into remission it's really cool Um, there's another thing called methylene blue that people are are using for similar things people get getting rid of COVID with that getting rid of long COVID I think anything that supports the mitochondria is kind of next level so Red light stuff. Ozone is also mitochondrial support. A lot of people, and it's very normal actually. We've sort of blown it up with, with COVID um, stuff, but every virus gives you long viral symptoms. That's something that's happened always. And they're like, Oh, a month later, I'm still feeling everyone after any virus invades your body. You have long, people have long symptoms. Um, so anything can really cause that, not just COVID and people are having outstanding results with that kind of stuff. Um, with anything that's like mitochondrial support because that's what happens you've got to kill these old cells and make sure they're building back stronger you don't want to build back mediocre cells Mm -hmm. so you need to be like taking supplements eating well doing the exercise so that when they rebuild their little powerhouses that are pushing you along you know
0: exactly yeah so exactly well let's go into that fat loss protocol see if we can yeah, I want to hear about it.
1: Yeah, we talked about peptides earlier, mm-hmm. and that's something um, new that we have. And so, peptide are usually given as an intramuscular shot. And uh, so, it's, this one's called Semaglutide, and it basically kind of goes in your body and tricks it a little bit and um, pretends it's uh, what is it? Um, Anyway, it functions. The way it works is that it it helps your body. With the glucose levels, and it will basically help your bot your gastric emptying slow, hmm. so you will feel full longer, and you it kind of erases your cravings because you don't get the glucose spikes, which are one of the things that cause yeah. some of the cravings. So we have a couple of we have a practitioner on it right now. She's she loves it. Um, my husband was testing it out. And, and he just has no sugar cravings. He's not hungry in between meals. It's just a little... It's a head start for some people who've been struggling. And it's an eight-week program. And you work with a practitioner throughout. And so there's kind of two package levels. There's sort of like... I think once, two. I brought a little sheet so I wouldn't forget the amounts because I'm never good with money stuff. I never know how much anything costs. Um, anyway, for two, five, 249 a month, you get like a per- provider call because we want to make sure you're going to have the most success and that there's not anything contraindicated for you that um, is going to, and that you understand like it is not easy. Either of the shots can make you a little bit nauseous for a couple of days after. So just, you need to be aware of like what could come with that. And you know, that's sort of your body trying to get work its way back to like where it should be. And it mm-hmm. just cause a little bit of disruption, but in, in a good way um, you get, so you get an injection every week um, with that package, you get a, some time with a health coach too. So you can talk through some of that Great. with them. And, um, they give you like diet, life, life diet and lifestyle protocols so that hopefully have the most success. And then for the five ninety nine a month, you get the provider, same thing, provider visit, the health coach call, the semaglutide injection. You also get a derma shape, which is something I should say I do for my skin too. It's a lymphatic drainage tool. It's mm-hmm. like a cupping tool with a suction on it, mm-hmm. but it also, um, reshapes the skin. So it stretches the fascia as you do it and it just like makes the skin more elastic, stronger. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's good for your body. You don't do it on your face, but that's good for the skin on your body. Um, it, it does contour. Like it has the ability to empty fat, help your fat cell empty. And so it, you do get that added benefit out of it and your water retention that women will find that a lot. Like you just don't retain water after you do this. Um, oh, it does eventually awesome. come back, but if you eat well and stuff, it, you, the, the yeah, you can maintain that. Yeah. Um, and then we do like a, for both packages, you get some level of body scanning. So, um, we'll test your like body fat and muscle and all that beforehand. And then you've, with that, you get a discount on all the other s- treatments. So if you want to do sauna and IV, IV as you're doing it to help support, um, you get a discount on all that stuff and you get repeat lab checks that you can add on. And it's a really cool program. Um, that I think people are going to are really having a lot of success with. We just started it. And so it's, you know, four weeks in and uh, we have supplements we recommend to that support you on that journey too.
0: That sounds incredible. Yeah, Again, thanks. how do people connect with you personally or check out alive and well?
1: Yep. So alive and well is you know, our website or Instagram alive and well, Austin.com. And personally, I'm my very boring. Instagram is Liz Swale. Um, L-I-Z-S-W-A-I-L and we have a shop page for Instagram I think it's uh, aliveandwell.shop and we just started that one because there's just so many supplements we want to talk about that we can't talk about on our main page mm-hmm. and that's just our, where you can go and educate yourself on you know, why we chose the supplements we do to sell and how they could benefit you and that's it. And we need to do more on TikTok, so yeah, we're gonna you, do that. I know you
0: will. And be on the lookout for Alive and Well in Dallas. That's yes. gonna be bigger, better, new, oh all God. kinds of interesting things. Yeah. And once that's open, we'll talk about all that yeah. fun it's stuff. Gonna,
1: if we can do the show there.
0: Yeah, it's that would be, be super cool so in the in the breathwork ceremony yes. space. Uh,
1: yeah, we didn't even get into that.
0: <laughs> I, I'm excited. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Liz is such a fun guest. We could have went easily another hour or two diving into so many subjects. If you, in Austin, you need to go check out Alive and Well, they will take care of you and help you begin with your health and wellness journey. Thank you so much for being here and listening. Please share this with somebody that you think will benefit it. And I will see you guys on the next episode.